0: and welcome to this bonus episode um you may have heard me hesitate it's because i often forget what episodes are going where but no thank you very much for subscribing uh we really appreciate it uh all your support goes into making allowing us to do really good and fun content and uh do i intro myself on this one anyway my name is hussein and as always i am joined by
1: my name is phoebe um i don't don't know about you but i spend the patreon money on uh on tchotchkes and treats i don't use it to uh, make tr- good content
0: what treats have you got recently um little indulgences great question little just
1: little just gorgeous little things yesterday i uh i got a real craving for a uh, for a bag of jelly babies so uh i used some of that some of that sweet sweet sponsorship money so I, I have a question as like... Sponsorship money, patron money. You know, and I went thing. and bought a bag of Jelly Babies and I ate them in like five minutes and then felt really sick.
0: So I have a question about Jelly Babies mm-hmm. because lots of the Jelly Babies are made of gelatin. They're um, all made of gelatin, I think. Unless
1: yes. you get like specific gelatin-free ones.
0: So, you know, so like me- like many great sweets, I have not been allowed to like, or I've had like knockoffs. Sure. And knockoff Jelly Babies, I feel like they don't have the right texture. They're a very, very bit too soft. They're a bit too like foamy um mm. but have you noticed is there a difference between like the brand jelly babies and like your sort of supermarket imitations in terms of texture
1: okay great question like personally personally i think the the bassett's originals are the best okay there's no substitute um that like the like the, like the jelly is like a particularly like like a particularly good level of firmness mm um the kind of the fruit flavoring is like really really artificial you get the you get the powdered sugar everywhere like it's a yeah they it's look a, nice it's a, like it's a it's a multi it's a multi-sensory treat yeah they look it's the jelly baby
0: they look nice when they used when i used to have, when my parents used to sell them in like lucy's back in the day when you could just like mm-hmm. sell them individually they looked like a nice thing and it was like very sad that it was like this treat that i was denied Aww. um you know, for religious reasons. I'm trying to think of what was the last like indulgence that I bought with my uh with my Patreon money. Uh, flat peaches, I think, was it. Oh yeah.
1: Flat peaches are good. Yeah. Various I, yeah. I really I really like a flat peach. Mm. But
0: it's just like something yeah, I was like I was in the supermarket the other day and there was like the choice between normal peaches and the flat ones. And usually I go for the normal ones, uh and like the discount ones. But I kind of felt that like you know since everything is just doesn't feel good at the moment that you sort of have to treat yourself in like exactly. small ways and i thought okay well yeah. you know i i'm, I'm going to i'm in the mood for some flat peaches and uh yeah it did not like every single one of them hit. like you just have one and it's just like yeah this yeah. this was infinitely a better choice we've
1: really got we've really got into uh, at our house we've really got into grilling peaches recently whoa okay grilled, all right grilled peaches That's, yeah it's a it's a good time
0: I saw someone barbecue peaches, and I was very okay. intrigued by that. I don't have a barbecue, but grilled, grilled peach thats an interesting one. I'm not. Can, I'm you not. Can, you yeah. can
1: also poach a peach if you, if mm. you're so inclined.
0: Yeah, like peaches and ricotta. Yeah, I, okay. Like this is the only thing I'm gonna be thinking about in this episode. Grilled, uh, like, grilled, so...
1: <laughs> grilled peaches, yeah. ricotta, and then you make a kind of like a, a it's, an, it's an alcoholic syrup, but like you could, I, I'm sure you could like could yeah, be a, yeah, a good yeah. substitute. Like you make a kind of thyme and and brandy syrup
0: yeah you can like and it's really excellent i could probably find something that like has a similar thing okay this is all i'm going to be thinking about okay, for this episode i think about peaches um, no i
1: think i genuinely do think it is a good is a good thing for people to be doing particularly for particularly for people who like to think of themselves as leftists um <laughs> like i know that i know that sounds like a like a, kind of real sort of like weasel words but like let's be let's be honest here like it's very very difficult to actually be a leftist if you are um if you're in the global north i think um i don't think if there is going to be a revolution i don't think it's going to come out of any of us i think it's going to be in the global south but um Yeah, so until- and i think that's where the, so until then until those points i think it's a good thing that if you're yeah. trying to do self-care or get treats i think it's a good thing to like try and it not just be just like buying more stuff i think yeah. that's like a good Thing to
0: be like aiming
1: towards, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't like, like, maybe, like, maybe it is an impossible dream. But I think it's a, I think it's a, I think it would be a good thing.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, that. actually, we might touch on this in the episode uh, today because mm. uh, we are going to be talking about uh, this little thing called witch talk. Yeah. Um, we've been skirting around it a little bit. But today is the day; it's happening. Um, it's witch time, and it's been spurned by a post that you sent me uh, today, mm. uh, day of recording, and you're gonna have to explain a lot to me, including how to s- how to pronounce Mbappe. Yeah, that's uh, right. Is that right? Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm gonna re- I'm gonna read this now. Um, this was posted on August thirty first, twenty twenty two. The source is uh, C News, uh, which is a French news channel, I guess. Um, Paul, Pogba, Paul uh, Pogba has confirmed to police investigators that he did in fact pay a witch doctor to cast a spell, but to protect himself from injury and not to cast a curse on Killian Mbappe. Um, okay, please explain to me what's going on here.
1: Okay, so this is very exciting. This is more. This is more football drama. I'm trying to cram as much football, as much like kind of football related, related material into the show to like, I suppose to like, shore myself up against the time in the future when I'll be forced to watch more cartoons. Um so like this is welcome to Phoebe's football corner. Um this is like this is actually something that I have not been I have not been keeping up with <laughs> with this with this particular news story but I'm very excited by the apparent outcome. Um because neither neither of them play in the uh, Premier League anymore so I basically have sort of lost track of kind of what they're up to because I don't I don't follow European football. Okay. Um unless like unless I'm kind of forced to for, like sort of Champions League reasons. Sure. Um, so uh, Pogba is, I think, now Juventus. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. sure, I'm gonna look that L- up. Look now. that up.
1: Look that up. And Mbappe is, um, is it is it PSG?
0: Uh, yeah. So um, Juventus and PSG.
1: And they are. So they are. So they're not even playing in the same. They're not even playing in the same league. Um,
0: Mbappe's in a French
1: league, and uh, Pogba's in um in the Italian one. Um. But they are teammates on the French national side. They're both French nationals, so I don't know what the what the background is, or what the issue is, or what the beef is here. Um, but it has it does seem to have been confirmed that whatever it is that's been going on between these two lads has culminated in poor Pogba uh, visiting a witch doctor and paying witch doctor to cast a spell? But he wants it to be clear <laughs> yeah. that this was for himself as a protective thing and not as an antagonistic thing. Which, as anyone who follows who follows the craft would know, yeah. is that it is that doing something protective for yourself is fine, but doing something which yeah. attacks another person comes back on you threefold yeah it's called self-care it's called it's called self-care it's called uh it's called magical self-care so uh so Paul pogba is a teenage girl that's been confirmed <laughs> which you know fair play um so yeah it just it just sort of came up when i was idly scrolling twitter on my way into the office so i was just quite i was just thought oh this is this is this is very much connected uh with our with our planned discussion on witch talk
0: yeah i'm not sure like whether there's too much to dissect in this post oh no
1: there's not there's nothing to dissect it's um. just it's just it's just a. it's just it's just quite it's just quite funny like honestly if there is some kind of tragic backstory to it or like if you actually look into it it's actually really upsetting then please don't please don't don't spoil this for me like i haven't even had any flat peaches this week i'm like <laughs> i'm on i'm on negative self-care right now so i think it's very important
0: i do i do um i do think it's very interesting in relic cuz i don't know whether this is i'm i'm trying to look this up uh whether this is like in Jesus relation Christ. to uh,
1: popa tries to pay 11 million to armed blackmailers
0: yeah there's like this other extended part of the story which i just want like want to try find out um so many pop-ups everywhere anyway um what i was going to say was i think it's very cute and also interesting in relation to sport that like the the amount of like sports science that has kind of become normal in professional leagues generally i was like watching uh, a basketball documentary uh i just can't remember like it was months ago about this where um it was basically looking at like high school basketball and like not high school basketball uh u.s college basketball and how much money is like invested in college sports compared to education so you end up like with these situations where like you have universities in particular towns where the actual academic side is like really underfunded and the mm. buildings aren't like developed properly and like the people who actually go there in state to study because they can't afford to go anywhere else get like a really kind of like sort of drab education because all the money is basically going into like super stadiums where the college footballers or like college basketball players um have tons of like technology and resources and like um uh like chefs who kind of create meals for them that fit like very specific micro and macronutrient plans mm-hmm. um it's very very intensive and all of this is basically designed because the way that like sports professional sports leagues in places like the states are now is like every kind of micro, like micro advantages are sort of the thing that is like holds a premium so the mm-hmm. reason why these uh college teams can like demand so much money is because they can basically say that if you want like our you know superstar to be like a microsecond faster than like an opponent we need all these resources like, you know there's we have the whole economy around that um and I think, I think it's like very funny to be like you know they, and i imagine like these football teams don't like have you know do approach it in similar ways where like they do very specific types of training um and they sort of know the very specific kinds of like styles and movements of like opponents um to the point where like it seems like a good idea to approach a witch doctor to be like can you help me like on the f- like to perform better than like my teammate or my opponent i have no idea whether this is actually the case or whether like the beef is something else um honestly
1: i couldn't tell you i wish i could tell you more about
0: it <laughs> yeah because like in the story it's sort of like and i'm just reading headlines here but the headline from like the daily star Paul uh, Paul Pogba paid blackmailers 100k after they demanded 13 million over witch doctor claims.
1: Okay, so wait, hang on. Who made the witch doctor claims?
0: Uh, Let's have a let's have a let's have a quick look. Um, Devin please edit this as as you will. (laughs) Um. Ah, they can have this one uncut. It's been a weird week. I'm more into preserving than destroying, anyway. The Juventus star told police they he wanted to discredit him by claiming he asked a witch doctor to cast a spell. Okay, so the blackmailers um, seem to have gotten information that Pogba had approached a witch doctor to cast a spell on uh, Kylian Mbappe, which Pogba denies, but it doesn't deny that he approached a witch doctor just that he, just that he asked a witch doctor to cast a spell on Mbappe. I think, okay, so that's kind of, like, where we are. So, he did his approach the witch Pope's doctor. his brother <laughs> seems
1: to have got involved.
0: Yeah, okay, this seems, this seems, this seems very, this seems like, a, this seems like something that would be very kind of, like, it'd make a really good podcast at some point, like a podcast series or something. Um. But anyway, yeah, like, uh, I think that this was a really good post for the subject that we're talking about today. Mm. Because... When we I think one of the our uh, early like the twenty twenty episodes that we did, the, the the days when we didn't have studios and like we're recording in phones and bowls. Yeah. Um those those the, the good old days of podcasting, uh, we were talking about um a tweet that like I I literally couldn't remember what we spoke about. But when you mentioned about the hexing the moon stuff, like suddenly all this stuff came, and I found thankfully the tweet hasn't been deleted. We actually have the original thread, so I'm gonna read this out um, because I just like want to take us back to 2020 when like things remarkably felt like a little bit better than they are now. Um, So this comes from, uh, yeah, this I'm not gonna actually name them because I I I have a feeling that they might be like quite young, but. here the fred begins what's going on with the moon a thread because everyone is confused basically in the past few days a group of fresh baby witches decided to band together and hex the fae and then the moon and they did now they're planning to hex the sun too um the asterisk where it says baby witches it says inexperienced witches which uh who, who should only be researching and doing protection work um now you might ask what is a hex a hex it, according to this poster, anyway, a hex is essentially a spell work that is a collection of negative energy and is directed towards someone or something or a group of someone's or something. Uh, these are intended to have negative effects and cause harm uh, to their lives. These baby witches specifically stemmed from TikTok or the TikTok community. Uh, "Quotes witch talk." Um, there is a bit more, including uh, expl- explanations of who the they are. Do you want to know who the they are? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the fae well they are technically uh celtic specific uh so it's a bit more accurate to say fair folk but essentially they are non-human creatures that fairies are based on it is extru- celtic not celtic sorry celtic
1: celtic is the scottish football
0: team. apologies <laughs> um it is extremely important to note that fair folk do not abide by human morals because they are not human. Morality is a human construct. Fair folk are not inherent or malevolent, but they only, they have different customs to uh, they did have different customs to what we do. Uh, but when they're fucked with cultural understanding,
1: ba-
0: when they're fucked with, whoo baby, you now you've got trickery for the rest of your life and maybe a bloodline curse if you're lucky. They'll probably steal your soul. Oh. Um, this thread goes on for a while. Mm. Um so uh it, it explains stuff like uh artemis and why does apollo matter um uh what will happen to the hexes if god are mercy for the hex will be sent back to them and they will be hexed by the gods and that's mercy there's the, no the mercy. best thing
1: about this is there's actually quite a lot of incorrect information just contained in this in this thread there's something there's something i really like about the uh, like know-it-all, pompous, officious tone hmm. that um that like young people
0: posting quite often, quite often write, in,
1: particularly when they say stuff which is just which is just factually incorrect.
0: Okay, so what's this? Because like I don't know any of this. What's the stuff that's like incorrect? Oh, like- that some of the stuff about Artemis and Apollo, it's just not right.
1: And that's like, and that's like, <laughs> and that's like fair enough. Like there is no particular reason why a why a sixteen-year-old on Twitter who thinks that fairies are real and is also a member of a member of witch talk yeah um there's no particular reason why they should have a kind of philological understanding of uh of the history of the of the the greek pantheon um but it, it just it says artemis is the goddess of the moon and apollo is the goddess of, of the god of the sun um and it's it's just it's just not quite right they were both associated with the sun and the moon but not um but not for sort of several hundred years after the period that people think of as like the right. classical Greek period. I say that people think of that is the classical Greek period. But like if you think about like ancient Greece, if like someone says ancient Greece to you, yeah. you think Athens in the fifth century. That's what you are think. That's what you're associating that with. Right. OK. Um, and neither Artemis nor Apollo got, got specifically associated with the celestial entities until like 3200 BC right that kind of rough sort of time that's the first evidence of it and like that's this is and this is like a very 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 actually like complicated point about um about the way uh way culture spreads through either military or uh or trade action or kind of you know sort of so like kind of so like the kind of the soft spread of cultural influence and the hard spread of cultural, sure. cultural influence um and how syncretism works uh across like across boundaries like how like how like the athenian empire worked um how like local cults work it's very very complicated and you can't possibly contain it in a tweet however yeah. i just saw it <laughs> and i was like yeah but that's wrong though isn't it so <laughs> Yeah, Ugh. you're a te- you're
0: a teenager and you are wrong. You are a teenager um, and you are
1: wrong. Uh, which, like, even like even just phrasing it like that makes me think: should we even be doing this episode because it does come down to you're a teenager and you're wrong? Except, I don't. I'm not sure it does come down to you're a teenager and you're wrong. And I will explain yeah. why when we talk about the actual okay stuff.
0: Well, the re yeah. So like the reason why we're sort of revisiting this, I think partly is also the ex- like. When when that thread sort of came about, I imagine that for most people, including myself, anyway, it was like really the first time that I had heard of like something called witch talk. Mm. So I knew that like you know there were, you know, occult. You know, whenever you if you're interested in like sort of conspiracy theory, like, uh, and digital culture, like you know the uh occultist movements and stuff like that have kind of always been like a thing on the internet. Um, but and
1: and way before the internet as well. I think like I think it's really really important to note that an interest particularly an interest um from young women in in witchcraft is like maybe like it like i think i think a lot of it depends on like your kind of cultural background and milieu like i remember Mm. like i remember um i remember my my nigerian mate um saying like you know what like all this stuff about like oh all teenage girls have a witch phase not me can like like my mother took uh, like took Harry Potter to our local church to yeah, yeah. say, like, my child is trying to read this. Can you can you tell them not to because it's demonic? Yeah, yeah. Um, although having said that, like the Christian moms mm. have been they they were proved right on Harry Potter. They were proved right on Marilyn Manson. What else are they going
0: to be proved <laughs> right on?
1: This is now a post. This is now a pro evangelical protect the wait, children. Were they,
0: wait, how are they proved right about Harry Potter?
1: Well, bad books and written by a demon. <laughs> that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Listen to the Nigerian church moms. They know yeah. stuff you don't.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, I again, I grew up in a religious family, and I also had like the Harry Potter. Like, when the Harry Potter stuff was like quite a big thing, um, the the at least like the mosques that I went to in South London um kind of approached in a similar way which is that like these kind of like books are being pushed onto you by you know uh there's like some really actually thinking back on it there was some really dodgy stuff like should have been called (laughs) up but like you know these kind of like you know these book companies and so you know and that's what they were called book companies at the time uh uh pushing these push pushing these um pushing these like Books about demons and you know the uh the you know this world where like magic is. I I I'm hesitating because I'm number one. I'm trying to remember what was said, but it was very much linked to like um jins. Uh, so okay. in so in Islam, like you know there is like there's kind of a, quite a complicated uh eschatology around jinns and like they aren't kind of they aren't considered to be like evil, but they you you're not supposed to sort of interfere with them, mm. right? and i think they're so like the fae kind of yeah
1: so like they're not they're not they're not inherently good or bad just like yeah. leave them alone
0: yeah and the opposition was much, like lions and the opposition was more that like oh in these books like you know these human beings mm. are like interfering with like you know the will of the jinns and like mm. they are kind of giving bad messages to young people to say that they should also try to like conjure up and you know there's also the kind of you know the date like you know you grew up with these um you grew up with these stories about like uh not interfering with like magic or like um yeah it was kind of i don't know because i was never really into harry potter stuff mm. so like i kind of like phased out from a lot of it but i imagine considering how popular they were like generally at like the time um they did kind of like they did especially for like religious communities they did kind of like cause this quite sincere panic mm. although I never heard J.K. Rowling be considered to be a demon at the time. So No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So you're like <laughs> the new version of like the Christian mom. So yeah. It's like you're not allowed to read Harry Potter, yeah. but not necessarily because of But not of... because
1: of witches. Yeah. <laughs> it is in defense of our trans brothers and sisters. Thank you. Yeah. Evangelical mom
0: brackets woke. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, okay. So yeah, they were right.
1: Uh but <sighs> I'm actually really interested in this what is the like what is the uh, if you can encapsulate this in a few sentences mm. which presumably you presumably you can i mean you know you're a renowned renowned scholar a renowned scholar and theologian
0: what is yeah. what's
1: the islamic position on on magic just in general
0: uh don't interfere with it um don't do it so like the idea of like magic and black magic for example um I think like there are some readings that I just like you know just don't trust any magician. Mm-hmm. So there was I also remember going to like a lecture like a Islamic lecture where the um, does that include David Blaine? Yeah, well they were just <laughs> well where, where they were just like where they were just like oh I hear about these children from the community and they're going to these parties and at these parties there are magicians and you know uh well, that's quite innocent you really know, isn't yeah, it yeah stuff <laughs> of, like you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't like surround them by magicians because even if these magicians aren't magic like they don't possess like you know real magical energy they are like presenting this idea that magic is not dangerous that it's something fun and that's something that like the mm, devil okay. the devil can you know. so it was very much the idea that like the kind of not number one that many of the magicians that were working were actually fake magicians they weren't real magic which like fair enough and no, that they no, were they're actually, all they're all magic and that they <laughs> were a gateway and that they were a message from you know you know from from satan mm. to not be afraid of it and so the idea was basically oh, like, so like so yeah. like
1: magicians are like a gateway drug to like more satanic activity yeah okay
0: I, that's like i guess that's like the simple way of putting it and if my wife listens to this she'll be, be probably be like you're completely wrong what the fuck were you listening to okay, like well, the you next know, all that the, stuff. the next time <laughs> I, the next time
1: i see zainab i'll ask for i'll ask for yeah, a more probably... uh, for a more detailed um yeah. account of, my the, understa- is, of yeah. the Islamic understanding of my, under-
0: yeah, my understanding of it is that like you should just you know their, their position is like stay away from anything that could be considered to be like Otherworldly, sure. don't and don't interfere with. Just the don't ju- interfere
1: yeah. with it. Don't fuck with it. Is it is the idea that it is the devil attempting to permeate the fabric between between kind of the hell realm and the no, I don't think it's the that, earth y- realm.
0: No, I, again, this is like it kind of depends on like your interpretation, like what kind of like sect of Islam you like uh, abide by and like mm. what your interpretations are of it. My only understanding, remembering the Harry Potter like drama at the time was more just the idea that like you should be like these books make magic like not seem scary and they undermine yeah, okay. it's like um you and know they make it seem like it's not something that you should be avoiding and not something that you yeah, should when fear, like, yeah when you absolutely like ushering people in. Okay. Yeah when okay. you absolutely should. So actually this it wasn't actually that different to what this thread is sort of saying uh so are
1: there no like kind of like Islamic folk tales or kind of myths and legends which are about kind of magical magical beings or
0: um witches and wizards not that i grew up i mean like i'm sure there are but there's not much that i like grew up with you know grew up with
1: interesting isn't it
0: uh yeah because like there are like lots of arabic stories and like you know lots of like sufi poetry uh invokes um like the occult and the sort of like the you know the mist the like mysticism of spirits um, there must
1: be some magic in yeah. um in something like the Arabian Nights.
0: Yeah, yeah, but obviously that wouldn't like necessarily be classified as no, like no, no, Islamic text. Right? No, 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 so, no, 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 Of course, yeah.
1: In so, fact, is is the Arabian Nights even an ancient text, particularly, or is no, it like one not, of those no, like kind of con like kind of confle- kind of um confected kind of theme parks? I things? have
0: a feeling it might be latter. Okay. Although again, like it's just something you know. So I. I, I don't know too much about that. No, 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 it's just um, no,
1: no, no, no. I'm just honestly, I'm just thinking out loud because I was wondering how. Cause yeah. I was wondering how old the story of Shahrazad is, mm. because the Arabian Nights are supposed to be the stories that she tells the Sultan to keep her yeah. alive. But I don't know if the stories were then kind of back formed from that, or whether even like Shahrazad is like a, a kind of relatively recent story i just i honestly don't I have know. a
0: feeling based on like my very limited understand like my very limited knowledge of like 18th and 19th century orientalist texts that it at least like this the version that we are familiar with has been very much kind of constructed by yeah it very much like more of like a like a modern text yeah so so, so
1: like so like um like like a uh, like aladdin is um yeah. like if you actually look at it like look at the kind of the the first version of it like he's supposed to be chinese i think oh
0: my god oh yeah. well wow. i didn't i didn't, <laughs> I didn't...
1: <laughs> yeah it's like, I, I can't remember the i can't remember the exact yeah. uh the exact taxonomy but it's like it's um i don't mean taxonomy do i i can't remember the exact like manuscript mm. tradition of, of um of aladdin but it's like it's it's quite it's quite interesting like anyway like that's know. not what that's not what we're talking about no. we're talking about witches <laughs> um if, okay so if you if you are from if you're not from a religious if you're not from a religious background which makes sense also if you're not from like kind of a certain religious background the chances are if you were a teenage girl growing up in this country you will have had a witch phase Mm -hmm. and when i was when i was a teenager this was very very heavily centered around the film the craft um which i think they're doing a remake of which i'm not I'm not happy about. Okay, I don't care for the idea of there being a remake <laughs>
0: of The Craft. Have you ever seen it? No, I have never seen. I haven't seen The
1: Craft. Um, it's like it's very, very of its time. It's like it's one of those things that if you saw it for the first time now, mm. you might be a bit like, "Well, this is this isn't very good, is it?" But if you saw it when it came out as a kind of 13 year old girl or whatever Mm. then it was extremely formative (laughs) (laughs) um as was like as was stuff like buffy charmed like all of that like all that kind of stuff and if you were the sort of child that i was Mm. um that was the kind of thing that like i mean i'm not even sure i'm not even sure uh, the, the cleric who said that it, this kind of stuff is a sort of gateway drug and makes it seem harmless is like, I'm not sure it's entirely untrue because it definitely was like this like this kind of thing, like doing like um like doing like seances and uh, and like the Ouija board and yeah. uh, like levitation which was a thing that we did at sleepovers.
0: Is that the thing where you like sort of like, you know, you, you're, you're sort of, you know that levitating trick well, like if you sort of turn sideways and you like go, you lift yourself on your tiptoes in a certain angle, um, it, it looks like you're levitating. But only, no I no levit- one ever done that no, trick to you. No, no, no. Oh, wow. Like that's something that like a fake magician would do to convince you that they were magic. You'd
1: have to have strong obliques to
0: be able to do yeah, that. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried to do it. I've tried to do it on my nephew a couple of times. And he's so just like, he just, not yeah, he's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so levitating, how this works is you get, you get your girls all round a little circle um one girl lies on the floor mm. um you're supposed to do it you're supposed to do it with like like five people but mm-hmm. you can do it with three like it, it just depends on where you arrange them and then everyone puts two fingers under them yeah and you say like you go around the circle everyone closes their eyes you light candles and you say like an incantation that goes round That uh, goes around the circle you can do light like, as a feather stiff as a board um Mm. you can do you can do she looks sick she looks sick she's pale she is pale i like this stuff um and then so at the the start you will try and lift her with like just two fingers and then the end you try and lift her again and technically if you do it if it's like a spell technically Mm. you should be able to not only lift her up but Remove your fingers and she stays levitating. Obviously that did not work. Yeah. Um because none and, of you were magic. And there's a reason for that, is because none of us were magically gifted. <laughs> so if we had been, then it would have been a different story. Yeah. But it it, it like you do get you do get a kind of group hysteria mm-hmm. um about it. And yeah. honestly, every single time, there is definitely a marked difference in how light she is at the end of the incantation interesting and okay like and it's and it, like it's definitely kind of like a kind of hysterical response maybe you're trying harder maybe she's like maybe she's like flopping herself a bit or yeah, like yeah. or like tensing up her muscles so that makes her lighter makes her less of a dead weight yeah um like i i, I don't know i don't know it's very it's, it's very obviously a placebo effect um but like at the time mm. we were all like oh boy and yeah, and it and it like and it got me into and it got me into like reading and looking into some some fairly like like fairly like kind of dark and intense stuff. Like I got really sure. into like reading about like kind of Alistair Crowley and like that kind of and yeah. like that like that kind of thing. Um and that and you know, that was that was then and this is now when um People have these like, uh, these these like networked capacities and these like communication yeah. capacities that we could never have dreamed of when we were, when when we were teenagers. So like yeah. the difference between doing some mental stuff at a sleepover and um amassing a tick amassing a TikTok following is like I think it's I yeah. think it's a fa- I think it's a fairly lo- I think it's a fairly large difference, but um like I basically I don't know, I don't know, apart from like I said apart from apart from people who grew up in like a very specific kind of religious like religious household, I don't know any woman who didn't have like a witch thing and like and from and like from my mother's generation as well, they were in they were interested in witchcraft, um and I think that like one doesn't want to be like crass and crude in our analysis. But I think that anything which is an expression of chiefly feminine outsider power is something which is going to appeal to yeah. young women and girls. Um, particularly particularly if, you, if you look at kind of historical instances of uh, the use of witchcraft, like, like, the, like, the, witch, like the witch trials, um yeah. all of it was like it was a ch- was a sort of like was a challenge to uh masculinized power structures even if it was just people who were like the local the local healing woman who was like you know really and like really knowledgeable knowledgeable about herbs or or whatever um like that's, still, yeah. like that's still like that's still like that's still like a challenge like it's a challenge to uh what was then a very kind of early version of the medical establishment it yep. was a cha- like it was a challenge to that and i think that i think that like explains the attraction for girls and young women and i really think it's just as simple as like oh it's women being powerful and you know women doing stuff right <laughs> doing impress doing impressive shit yeah i think like i mean i think that's where i think that's where it comes from It is interesting in Harry Potter how, like, sidelined the witches are. Like, the witches are not important aspects of of Harry Potter. Like, the the main witch in Harry Potter basically spends all of her time doing Harry's homework for him.
0: Yeah, she does seem... Again, I can't remember much of the books, and I didn't really see the films. But it did sort of seem like there was a period of time where she was more of, like, a manic i don't know if nomadic manic pixie isn't the right word but like
1: hermione no hermione's a hermione is a a rigid thinking homework shagger
0: or that mm. yeah i don't know i mean look i i can't I, look, look there it's, was,
1: it's, yeah. no, it's no it's no sea and and what's more <laughs> and what's more it's no the worst witch
0: oh shit yeah that was also a show that i never saw because i uh, like we were sort of told we weren't allowed to. Have
1: you ever read the books?
0: No, no, no. Uh,
1: don't bother with like, never bother with any of the TV shows. They're terrible. But the 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 books are the books are terrific. I think I used to read I used to read them when I was little. Interesting. Very fond of the Worst Witch. There's also a also a film of like a like a kind of made for TV film mm. of the Worst Witch, uh, which has got um it's got Tim Curry in it, um cool. playing the Grand Wizard. And he sings a song called Halloween in it. And, like, it's very, very difficult to describe this without it sounding, like, repulsive. But his energy as the Grand Wizard is, like, sexy Blair. Okay. So, like, imagine Blair. Yeah. You've got Blair in your head. I, I do. Make him sexy. <laughs> and put him in
0: a cape. God, he just sounds like a pervy British guy.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, so That's what Tim Curry is like. Tim Curry is the uh, pervy British guy. He's,
0: it's got, yeah. uh, it's
1: got um, Diana Rigg in it as well.
0: I mean, again, I, I don't know any of this, but I don't know if this is a film that I should watch, considering my it's, age I th- now. But um,
1: uh, Yeah, um, no, perhaps not. Have you, you know who Diana Rigg is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And it's also got the, the, main girl, the, uh, the main girl, Mildred, is played by uh, the young Firuza Belt, who is, it, who is in many years later in the craft playing like the bad goth witch? Wow. Okay. Um, but then it, but it's her as like as like a child. It's a, uh,
0: it's it's delightful. I can't I can't remember. Yeah. I can't
1: remember what point I'm trying to make. Well, let's, I'm let's to make it. Let's
0: like go back to sort of witch talk a let's bit. Let's go back to witch talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, because again, I feel like one of the kind of hesitations that I had doing this was like, well, you know, hit a bit a, a bit of like background from the show. Uh, it's very hard to find someone to talk to you who like knows about witch talk, but won't, but is kind of like not concerned about the backlash they might get for saying something mm. unbecoming. And by so, like one person I approached was like, "Yeah, I'm worried that if I come on your show and I say something wrong about the witches, that they'll get really mad at me and they'll like place loads of curses on me." And I was like, "Come again?" It's like, "Yeah, like they'll sort of send me curses in my DMs." um almost like spam um so it was like less to do with the i i imagine it probably had less to do with her fear of being cursed um yeah less less to do less less to do with her fear of being cursed and more to do with her um uh i guess i guess the fear of um sort of being spammed until she had to delete her account which is to say like okay so phoebe's showing me a picture of tim curry as a sexy it, blair. As a sexy blair and like I think your description is actually absolutely <laughs> right in this really like uncanny way. Um dude, he really does look dude, he really does. It's like pervert blair and I can only imagine him sort of just being like hot as anything. You know, telling Iraqis I want to suck your oil. Um
1: when he um and it, when he does this song, um he does a little kind of like um like a little uh introductory bit and he says it's great to be here with you young <laughs> witches <laughs> and i'm not i'm not too proud to say that that was a sexually important moment for me that. Wa- it, was it was a moment, moment of awakening it was a moment of awakening yeah wow
0: yeah i wouldn't i don't yeah i don't blame you like you know um
1: there's a picture there's a still um from this video that i used to uh send to a woman i used to work with and i used to send it to her like several times a day wow. um and because uh, i thought she'd think it was funny and i thought it would be like a kind of running like a running bit that we mm. had in the office <laughs> um she didn't think it was funny uh and so one day i was like okay i've got to really make this one really good um and i said um, okay, I just need you to um look at something for me. I've just sent you an email, so I just need you to look it for yeah. before we go into this meeting. And she was like, Is it that picture again? And I said, <laughs> No, 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 no. I actually no, actually, I actually really need you to look at it because we have to uh, we have to raise these tickets in the meeting that we're going into. I just need you to check that this one's right and I've solved it right, okay. Um and and I was like, this is really, really important. I've got to send this like i've got to send this while i'm already out of my chair so she can't yell at me <laughs> um so i sent it again and like just like shot, shot off down the corridor and uh yeah and like and i i, I absolutely formed the impression that this was going to be like yeah this is going to be like a real kind of like oh this is my pal mm. in the office but probably even now yeah he looks back up back on it as a kind of episode of particularly baroque office bullying
0: yeah well when we kind of like what better example of like why we should all be going back to the office than you know the idea of someone who really wants to be your friend keep on sending you like the same image of i, didn't, set.
1: I didn't even particularly want oh, to be her bam bam. i didn't particularly want to be her friend it was more that i'd like More that I'd like, kind of developed a kind of like idea that we were gonna have some kind of Mm. rapport because we sat next to each other, and she was like, yeah. And in fact, in fact, you know what? I think she was a. I'm not allowed to have done any witchcraft stuff because she was from a religious Christian. Oh, maybe yeah. She'd grown up in a religious Christian family, and um, and I and she said, yeah, I always used to be like interested in it, like when other girls from school were Mm. doing witch stuff, but I never, I never did it. Yeah. Um. And I said, "Oh well, why didn't you just do it anyway?" And she and she looked at me like I was like, just like the worst kind of scum, and said, "Like <laughs> I said, like I would never go against their wishes." And I was like, "Jesus!" And so I think that might have been when I started mm. sending her
0: this picture. That's when you started terrorizing her. <laughs> when I
1: started terrorizing um, her.
0: That's why we need to go back into the office. Well, I was trying to kind of work out yeah so like first of all we though difficult to find person people to get you because like people to come on to talk about about being cursed yeah and but also just like you sort of have this mixture of people who know much about this community because like they identify as like either witches or people who kind of like practice like you know via cult um or you have journalists like for whom are kind of interested are uh, as interested in this as like a subcultural phenomena. Mm. And what I find interesting is I don't think it necessarily fits into a category of subcultural phenomena now. And partly that's because of something broader about, well, whether like the exist, whether, whether kind of true subcultures kind of exist on the internet anymore. um, But also just like what Witch talk actually kind of represents or like what, like, yeah, what it actually is because I I don't know and this is I've I've been I, I'd be interested to talk about this TV because like I've been struggling to sort of like figure out how to define it mm. um and I think that much more, that has much more to do with like witch talk to- con- like or like witchy content on a platform like TikTok and how it sort of intersects with other types of occult content but mm. also just like the broader aesthetic trends so like yeah. how witch talk fits into like dark academia trends you know or just like the sort of um i hate that dark academia i do i hate yeah so I, I hated saying it it's
1: so stupid I, yeah
0: i hated saying it uh but it's also just like it's something it just about, means yeah.
1: a tartan skirt
0: basically yeah we've and just been, like
1: we've been pretending that we've like yeah. reinvented <laughs> the tartan skirt once a decade for the last 50 years surely and
0: moody yeah like moody aesthetics uh but also how it fits into like wellness and like astrology Mm. and like all these other things um i also was just thinking about how you know this stuff isn't really new and in fact like it has a lot more in common with stuff like facebook chain messages Mm. um you know the ones where it was like you know if you don't share this then like all your loved ones will die or like you know you will kind of be uh cursed with like the mark of the beast and it will haunt you forever and like
1: idea for a remake of the ring where the videos are TikTok.
0: don't say that because that'll probably happen and you won't get any money for it yeah that's true stop saying stuff like this <laughs> until you pitch it um <laughs> uh like i mean like yeah.
1: that you could do a perfectly like serviceable yeah um kind of sort of chain letter horror but based on it like but based
0: on a post because it they
1: because it's much much harder to avoid seeing a post that you don't want to yeah. see
0: i thought we could watch some tiktoks yeah uh, fine. tiktoks on youtube because i am like 30 years old sure, now sure. um and let's yeah so i've got some i've got a compilation of witch talks on here
1: this is what um, i always thought was wrong with the ring like get this mysterious tape. Why are you watching it? What are you doing? (laughs) Why? Just Just chuck it away. If it's just like mysterious and also like a bunch of people around you have been like dying horribly. Yeah. Surely at that point you're like, you know what? Whatever's on that tape is none of my business.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had no, this conversation the same way where it's just like, oh, if someone offers you like to stay in a haunted house, you just say no. No.
1: Right? Why would I want to do that? If
0: someone wants to go to like in a walk in the woods at like one in the morning, you just say no. Like that's just not something for you. Yeah. Anyway, let's watch some TikToks. Bring back cowardice. Um, and I'm we'll try describe it, or we can try to describe it the best we can on here. Um after this one. Unless you want to put it. yeah. They say to dress like a witch you want to be and they've got you've got this woman uh wearing kind of all black uh like an occult store or no. um okay so they
1: say to dress like the witch you want to be so i dress like a friendly occult store and i know what that is if you're interested can you pause it slightly just so i can yeah. um so i can describe the outfit um it's a kind of it's it's red crushed velvet flares is what that is <laughs> and um like I'm assuming we don't have too many teenage listeners. But if we do, my darlings, please listen to Grandma. They looked stupid in 1996 and they look stupid now. You don't have to wear crushed velvet. No one's making you. No one's making you. It's a bad, bad vibe. Rancid. Rancid vibe.
0: Here's the next one. You have someone who also for voiceover, um, me doing a success over education spell so my client can pass her. My client can pass her exam. Yeah. Um. Which witches and are workers. Witches are workers. And it just shows a sort of mix. So we, we've we now got a TikTok of like, someone's got like a circle of, put a pot in it and like... I of, ma- Well,
1: I imagine that this is like, this is a kind of sort of twist or twisted twig things. They're probably rowan twigs, I would say. I would guess, but they could be a number of different kinds of putting twigs. Putting some stuff in the pot. Although having said that, this looks an awful lot like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to admit this. But... um. What you're supposed to do to recharge your crystals, if you have any crystals (laughs) knocking around, Mm. is you're supposed to put them in a silver pan of water and put them Uh, under the light of the full moon. It recharges them. Allegedly it recharges them. Okay. But I also take like particularly with like particularly with like kind of, you know, sort of like witchy stuff. Yeah. If it does do something, then great. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't matter.
0: This just looks kind of dangerous. I know, like, describing no, this TikToks is just, no, on no, audio this is just, yeah, it's really weird. But okay, so now there's like a concoction that this person has made and it's like oozing out. Um, now there's TikToks on YouTube are so weird. Me going to shake my ex's hex water anytime something reminds me of him the slightest. And you've got this woman who is um, shaking her ex's hex, the hexes in a jar. It's, um, it's hex water.
1: I don't know what that. I don't know what yeah. that's involved.
0: Okay, so there's like a bunch of them on here. We don't need to like go through all of them. Um, like
1: to me, to me, this is just, um, this is just like teenage goths being cute. To me, that's that's like that's literally all this is. Right. And I just think that it's, it, I just think it's extremely sad that a gigantic. Uh, that I, that a gigantic infrastructural um suvi- like surveillance apparatus has been set up to that means that teenagers are not allowed to be doing their weird teenage goth shit in private yeah. like i just think, i think this is the kind of stuff that like this should just be and i know this sounds elderly i don't care i literally don't care um it this just seems to me like it should be the Stupid shit you do with your friends when you're 14. So, yeah. It should not yeah. be under the eyes of millions of mm. potentially hostile adults.
0: So, this brings me on to like the next kind of like where the confusion around the intersection is because, from what I remember of like people who were interested or the people who were kind of like, yeah, I would still sort of say they were goths, like at least when I went to school and they were also like interested in doing like witchcraft and they would sort of like, you know, say, but, oh, I've put a spell on you and all that stuff. I, will... was,
1: I was never a goth, to be clear. <laughs> i like that clarified. Yeah, I'm not saying, I was not goth. I'm
0: not saying that there's like a neat intersection between the two, but I do think that there is a slight Venn diagram in that. This is um, interesting
1: because, like, goths, when I was a teenager, goths were a suburban subculture. Right. You didn't really see goths in the urban centers. Interesting. Um, unless yeah. they were, like, proper, like, 80s style goths who took it really seriously yeah. and wore like leather dusters and like kind of and like ruffledy vampire blouses and stuff but like what you're thinking of as a teenage goth you know the one quarter inch of very very red hair roots and dyed yeah. black hair yeah
0: i am thinking about the goths who were in dartford like Yeah, dro-
1: like drooping around the local train station <laughs> yeah, with very yeah. very wet jeans yeah, or, on because or, they stood yeah. in a puddle Yeah.
0: Yeah, all the prior, the yeah, the Dartford Priory Centre hanging outside of like HMV. Yeah, are... the ones like
1: dangling mournfully <laughs> off like municipal architecture in Milton Keene. Yeah,
0: basically, yeah, those are the, the goths. The, I'm aware. The, yeah, yeah
1: the, yeah, the the goth is a suburban occurrence. Like, yeah. further into London, you just you just didn't see them
0: very interesting. often. Interesting. Okay, it's so interesting learning about
1: like how, how far learning, removed. Learning about yeah. the
0: cultural history of the UK. How <laughs> far removed they was. Um yeah it's it's sort of like it seemed a bit you know it, it, like the whole kind of like witchcraft occultishness thing like that that I would have sort of identified as like very subcultural in the sense for like it was so sort of something that was considered to be very kind of weird and scary, and like the aesthetics around it were sort of designed to make that feel more scary, especially to like religious parents and to yeah. like just adults in general and the thing about like witch talk is even though it kind of incorporates some of the same aesthetics, it also kind of, is like in the same way that lots of kind of mid to like two thousand ish kind of subculturey things have kind of for lack of a better term seem to have just been like gasified right? Mm. Like they have this very clean, um very flattened kind of image that appropriates some of the or like imitate some of the aesthetics, but is sort of still designed to like spread across platforms as far as possible so mm-hmm. the idea of like making it this or the idea of presenting it as this sort of like very secretive sub like uh subversive and dangerous thing like kind of gets removed when the stuff like when when the way it is sort of being spread is through platforms like tiktok yeah. Where so, like, it's when, not, like so, yeah.
1: when the distribution is like so broad and right. so everywhere, like it, it makes it seem much less like a secret society and much more like yeah. teenagers being goofy on camera.
0: And I think the effect of that is kind of interesting because you know, and the reason why it kind of like the stuff that I was reading about, uh so Rebecca Jennings has a very good piece in Vox where she sort of talks about how Witch Talk kind of intersects with um astrology and like the well like wellness space and everything. Um, And how like for, you know, what that's resulted in is that some of these like teenage witches are basically becoming influencers, right? So Mm -hmm. like they are kind of advertising specific kinds of- Sabrina,
1: I forgot about Sabrina. (laughs) As soon as you said teenage witch, I was like, what, no, wow, how did I forget Sabrina?
0: Also another show that I've never watched. Um, You don't don't need to watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch.
1: And of course Wednesday Adams, although technically she is not a witch. Sure. Uh, In fact, (laughs) in fact, Mm. Apart from like some Adams cousins, I don't think any of the Adams family are witches.
0: No, I just yeah, I think they just hang out they're in just kooky. They're yeah. well, they're goths. <laughs> they're, just quirky, no, they're goths. They're just quirky goths. They're hot goths. Um Yeah, so like, you know, so you have these like teenage like witches on Witch Talk who are effectively influencers, like who are sort of selling specific kinds of like crystals and candles. There was like a bit of a scandal apparently last year. Um, when, uh, certain people were were in the witch talk community, uh, they were, um, yeah, there was a scandal in that because apparently some of the witches were selling crystals that were fake or they weren't working, which I found like the idea of a crystal not working, I think is like quite amusing to me. Look,
1: Look, you listen.
0: Apparently it's like this really big scandal, right? Whereas it's like, oh, you know, they're selling like, you know, they're, they're, they're uh, defunct crystals, and you know they aren't kind of sourced properly, and all those things.
1: Well, I mean, this is this is how they this is how they get you with the uh, with the manifestation stuff, right? That it's uh mm. that if you say, well, I paid this amount of money for your manifestation course, and it didn't yeah. work, then they can always they yeah. can always replace the blame on the consumer. This because this is the thing. I was actually this is what I was the next point I was going to make. This is what I think is the worrying thing about about witch shock actually no there are three things that i'm worried about first is um particularly young women being given um extremely dangerous medical advice that's something which i think is which i think proliferates in uh in anything to do with witchcraft and occultism it definitely proliferates within like kind of wellness communities Mm -hmm. etc 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 um i saw a thing the other day which was oh it's, if it's now it's no long, now it's no longer legal in these states to get an abortion what you do is you take is you take penny royal um which is an aborto but, but but it's also fucking dangerous and you right. are not supposed to you're not supposed mm. to do it and like and just like the thought of like some terrified teenage girl seeing this yeah um and taking penny royal and like you know either poisoning herself or, 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 or you know worst case dying was very very upsetting but then but but then like by the same token mm. um desperate terrified young like young women and other people who sure. can get who can get pregnant have been doing all sorts of mad things in order to not be pregnant yeah you know, over the over the years and again it just comes back to the same thing that it always comes back to it's yeah. not the information itself it is the proliferation yeah. and the low barrier to entry to yeah to the bad information just, and then and yeah. the and the lack of re- and again the lack of regulation about it because like tiktok can slap a this is not real medical advice disclaimer on something yeah but if you well first of all if you are a if you are a pregnant person in one of the states in america where it's now illegal um you don't you, like you can't you can't trust a doctor yeah so it makes sense that you're looking for this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and for lots of like uh, like gynecological complaints it gets to a point where you're just like i could go to a doctor it's literally a waste of my time yeah and um, also like
0: if you can't afford it or yeah well i yeah.
1: mean I'm, i mean more here but right. um but i think that yeah i think what concerns what concerns me like it's the se- it, that the the issue of proliferation and the issue of just this being sheer uh glut of information of content of stimulus and also it being visual, so it's very kind of very, very easy to just like stare at and get really absorbed in. Mm-hmm. Um so like as like as you said, like as you said in the notes, and as we were talking about, it's just it's just a kind of remaking of uh a very old tendencies and impulses, particularly amongst young people and particularly amongst young women. Yeah. But for a visual internet. Um yeah. But what concerns me about it is the two things that always concern me. Um uh, anything to do with posting always comes down to two thing, two things. One is marketing and monetization. Yeah. The other is fascism. Those are the two. <laughs> those are the two places that like posting always ends up. There's only so many like. Yeah. There's only so many kind of like points of remove between either the possibility yeah. that somebody is using their life to sell you something, or you're gonna hear someone saying some really really fucked up shit.
0: Yeah, and I think with witch talk, I feel like that comes. Both, it comes closer to both and all just because of its like associate. And like, this is the the thing about TikTok and the thing about the fact that like it is its recommender algorithm in terms of like how it recommends new content is so fast and it's so much more precise than like its competitors is that you end up with, you know, so in the case of like which top, like again, I, I was trying to sort of say this before and like I wasn't very like articulate because again like it's something i'm still trying to navigate but it's very clear that like marketing and advertising are very like receptive to witch talk right mm. and you know they do the stuff through the sponsorships they do that through the influencer networks they you know the fact that like you have these new age uh company like the reason like the whole scandal around like not only the fake the crystals that weren't working but also apparently precursed crystals That was part of the the scandal. That was actually part of the scandal. Like, it wasn't just that the crystals weren't working, but apparently, like, when they were being, there were like multiple accusations from witches (laughs) that, um, when we got our crystals, like, we actually, like, uh, found that there was like a lot of negative energy in them. I don't know how that works. Someone's got to explain that to me. I do find that kind of funny. Um, but, you know, yeah, like, the fact that, like, there is kind of this like mass market around, like, these uh yeah around like the sort of like aesthetic components of uh witch talk um and you know the way that that sort of takes advantage of people but also the way in which like content is produced and discovered means that like someone can like you know someone who is young and is interested in like which is you know which is a like, kind of like a normal thing yeah. they it's now not the case where like oh they just sort of do it with their friends and it's kind of cute and it's like sort of you know but it's like broadly harmless but now sort of in this like much broader surveillance network where not only is kind of like the kind of the worst excesses of like the witch fascination exacerbated but it also is it's very easy to kind of get them to places that are actually considerably much more dangerous right Absolutely. you know as you mentioned the uh the you know the kind of like bad medical advice um you know the the kind of weird new age stuff which like as we have spoken about in previous episodes is like not that far removed from like overt like fascist ideas a lot
1: like a lot like a lot of it is there's like a lot of there's a lot of connection um between uh a lot of like a lot of overlap and a lot of permeability and i've mentioned this before but it's really worth listening to the um q anon anonymous episode of this where uh where liv uh does an experiment to see how quickly mm. you get recommended fascist content if you're yeah. consuming like like harmless kind of manifestation yeah. gurus or well, I, re-
0: I remember like i used to like that. I, I used to do yoga like back in 2020 when we were all doing yoga online there was like this kind of visa there was this couple who used to do like quite good introductory yoga on facebook live and they were like a little bit kind of you know hip, they were like very kind of hippie-ish and you know they were into like shrooms and stuff and that was pretty cool um, and I thought they were quite fun, and I think within the space of like three months, it went from just like, oh, here's like a fun kind of like introductory yoga thing where they sort of show you how to like do poses properly and stuff, to them kind of like it was. It didn't take that long before like they were sort of spewing out um, like basically QAnon shit, right? Yeah. And this was like pre-election as one well. One of the
1: one of the yoga instructors I used to I used to follow on on YouTube hmm. um, has gone a bit great resetty yeah and it's really weird because like because honestly her videos are still really good so i yeah. <laughs> so i'm not sure am not sure how much i care um but like yeah. so like you sort of go you sort of go on the account like looking for a new mm. practice and then like the next uh, and like the next video is like her explaining the great reset and you just think yeah can i just can i ignore this and i and i remember because my was my you know my mother used to used to be a yoga teacher um mm. some, some years some cool. years ago and she and, and and like even then the like the permeation of like a uh, like a lot of like medical mistrust, so lots of like anti vax stuff, like already even then, um was very much a kind of like very much like a part of it. Um she got into a ho- she got into a f- she got into a fight with them um, with a woman on her yoga teacher training course um wow. about uh, about epidurals, I think. Mm. About epidurals and about and about vaccines. Yeah. Um and she said, "Oh, you know, I'll ne- I'll I'll never vaccinate my child." And yeah, yeah. and my mum was like, "Okay, well, you know, that's that's obvious. That's obviously that's obviously fine, and that's up to you. But you know, enjoy enjoy your enjoy your child getting very sick of a preventable childhood condition, or words to that effect. Mm. Like, I mean, she I, I think she she's less like hard line about, yeah. um, like she does she just doesn't she just doesn't argue with people about politics anymore because she can't be yeah. bothered. Which is fair enough. But um, but is but yeah, there was um. There was a big, big, um, uh, um, is it a movement? I'm not quite sure. It's a movement. There was a group of people who were very, very influential, particularly with like, with like rural hippie communities. Mm. So like, so like in kind of Cornwall, Devon, um, the bit of uh, the bit of Wales that my um that my godmother is that my godmother lives, who were. Big big into uh the uh miscegenation conspiracy mm. um about hiv and aids yeah and um like and my godmother like knew like knew one like knew one of these people and like there were, and again my mom and her had a had a had a, a actual fight about it because wow. well because there was this fucking pamphlet with like a picture of like a kind of sort of pretty happy looking biracial couple mm. um and then this whole thing about like this new this new disease why now and then like yeah. and then there's all this stuff about how it was because of like because it was like of like race mixing ah. and my mum was just like what the fuck is this right um and my grandmother said well you know you have to admit that it is interesting that it's just come out of nowhere And my mum was like, Look, okay, right, I know I know this is just this is just this is just the way it is. Yeah. Um, you can choose you can choose between this stuff or you can choose between staying friends with me because I am not Willing <laughs> to keep you in yeah. my life if you ask, if you think and say this shit. So, You know
0: the better, the better way to have like diffuse that situation was to give them like two microphones like this. And yeah, then and done, like, got, them to, four, got them four, four hours, hour de- hour Yeah, four hour Twitch stream. Yeah. uh with well, like- <laughs> as, like, as my
1: mom not unreasonably pointed out, she was just like, <laughs> just like, what about you know, what about your goddaughter who is after all the product of of race mixing. Is that yeah. something that you find Yikes. unacceptable Yikes. Um, unacceptable, or, you know, unacceptable or, or disgusting mm. or, you know, or, or villainous? And my God, I was like, oh, of course not. Yeah. Of course not. I just think, you know, and, and, you know, this was this was a lot. This was a long time ago. Yeah. And if you look at the sort of stuff that people are just shown mm. just all the time, if you are even thinking about this sort of thing, it's not it's only you're only a couple of clicks away from. Yeah from seeing something which is not only going to uh confirm what you think you know but it's gonna say a bunch of other stuff as well and i think that's the issue it's the
0: and it will almost like preemptively like refute or like at least kind of refute is not the right word but it will kind of preemptively dismiss people who like uh Oh, yeah, people did, but, will say yeah. this and don't yeah. listen to them. And it brought me up to six because, like one of the interesting things, at least in this TikTok compilation, um, and I'm not gonna let go go through all of it, but basically, like, this is another sort of... I don't know whether they're a witch talk person. They seem like more of like an astrology person. Mm. But they're sort of talking about like, oh, it's like the kind of moon of Aquarius or something. Like So that means there's going to be like a lot of negative energy around. So like, here is how you need to do your crystal. It does, it does mean that Aquarians are <laughs> terrible. Your, your crystal <laughs> arrangements. But you also have to... I think there's like a part of this TikTok where they're like, um you also have to you you might you might have to like cut out some relationships in your life and like the way that this video is sort of set it's like a kind of just like face to camera video the person involved is kind of like doing a lot of gesticulation and it kind of reminds me a lot of just like TikTok therapists right and this is also like another intersection where like Wichita kind of like in that Venn diagram like witch talk and like new age, like occult stuff. How that kind of fits into this broader kind of like the content that does really well on platforms like TikTok and YouTube and everything. The type of like wellness, pseudo therapy type of content, uh, which doesn't get as much attention as it should, but definitely is kind of like one of those types one of those bits of content that does lead into the pathway towards like much more and i'm not and i'm not saying that like this happens to everyone or that there's like this kind of neat pathway to do like but this happens because you know again there hasn't been enough research to sort of like for that to be definitive so this is kind of based on like anecdotal evidence and like just some of the early research that's coming out on recommender algorithms. I'm really hoping that we can get someone on pretty yeah, soon be really interesting. to do like a very good like in-depth into like how how like we should understand recommender yeah, algorithms. I would, And I'd, I'd love to know um, how it actually works.
1: That would but, be really great.
0: But one of the things that I sort of found whenever I sort of like am interested in this space is just like the type the ways in which this to like the ways in which like this kind of witch talky content is presented uh you know the kind of dominant aesthetic is just like oh you know candles and pots and like just kind of all the sort of like aesthetics of magic and everything which kind of is very interesting and bemusing to look at sometimes but i don't actually think that they're as dangerous so to speak as like Mm. the types of the ones that kind of really incorporate you know elements of like the occult with the kind of like wellness pseudotherapy parasocial yeah. stuff which are actually like much more effective ways to spread messages that like even if they're not sort of overtly dangerous or at least kind of like very kind suspect. of and, yeah a bit suspect mm-hmm. and like quite like anti-human in terms of their interactions and i think that probably poses more of a uh that poses more of like a long-term danger not least because like i think you know, this is the type of content that tends to sort of spread quite fast. And like, I was just thinking as you were telling me about example about, you know, your godmother and like receiving the pamphlet, you know, and just how, you know, how far we were removed from that. We're like just receiving one very dodgy pamphlet seems very cute now mm. compared to the fact that like, well, the best analogy would be like, what if you had like a 100 pamphlets into your like uh, coming through your door like every hour? based on like one or two things that you actually read
1: beaming directly into your eyes as well um like yeah um i just have one more one more point to make and then i would like you to read the um i attempted to hex the taliban post and then i think we have to oh yeah i forgot about this yes yeah just because i think it's just because i think it's rather wonderful um I think that there should be some distinction well, first like first first of all, I think that what we're saying about Witch talk is the same thing that we are, that we basically say about not posting specifically, but about the um about the kind of the breakneck innovation of of big tech and how it has just it's in, innovated and evolved past um past morality and past solidarity, and that's just what's happened, and that's going to that's going to express itself in basically every mm. single possible corner like you can't even like you can't even watch like like crafting videos without getting caught up in like crafting drama no at all oh, yeah no no <laughs> yeah. there's like a huge amount of crafting drama because like part of like part of like knitting youtube and like knitting tiktok has been like taken over by turfs and then part of it <laughs> has been taken a- like yeah it's you know it, it exactly that's exactly the sort of thing i mean and i think this sort of thing is very Harmful to yeah. very young people while their brains are still squishy, and um, that is a technical term. um I also think, as you know, that any medical professional who is found to be using TikTok should be uh, struck off. I, th- I actually, I think it's. Mm. I think it should be. I think it should be evidence of severe <laughs> malpractice, particularly with therapists or psychiatrists or psychologists mm. or anything of that sort. But the last thing I wanted to make is, I think that we last point rather that I wanted to make is, I think that there should be a certain distinction drawn between the stuff on witch talk and the stuff um the stuff with astrology and the reason for that is that and this is not this is actually genuinely not um not a turning my nose up at astrology because like yeah. you know I I'm very gullible and I also like this kind of thing so like <laughs> i i like i like i believe it i believe in this stuff mm. regret to inform you if uh, you had any kind of any kind of lingering hope that i'd be some kind of like kind of latter day post christopher hitchens rationalist i'm not at all i believe in all this stuff but i very much see the point about how it encourages um it encourages a particular kind of fear of um of like going out of like going out bravely into the world it encourages um a certain kind of rigidity in your thinking and if you watch enough astrology tiktoks that kind of rigi- rigidity guess where it lands up fascism always lands up <laughs> with fascism um and i think that that's that that's something which has a lot in common with how a lot of young people seem to now consume culture in this very. In this very kind of binary, all or no, like all or nothing, endlessly kind of problem problematizing, endlessly kind of phobic and scolding and rid- sort of rigid thinking. I think astrology is much more expressive of that than something like mm. hexing and spe- and spells and that kind of thing, which seems much more, I don't know, like much more free and much more chaotic and yeah. much more kind of. And actually, much like much more countercultural, because I think that astrology has like has a very kind of has a very it, it has a very kind of governable yeah. core to it. But yeah. like this kind of like this this like witch stuff, it's like you know, it's like kids doing like doing their spells in their rooms. It's like yeah. obviously they're kind of they, they find themselves all governed by like by like the laws governing witchcraft and the laws of nature. But that's mm. very very different from. Um, I physically cannot do this task because I have Aquarius in my ninth house. Um, <laughs> but something I did find out, which made me laugh a lot, is that the reason that Madonna has never collaborated with David Gesser is because he's a Scorpio and she won't work with Scorpios. No. Yeah. Oh my God, we've been, denied. we've been denied so much
0: great art. Yeah. Um, well, actually, this, here's a really good example of that, because I think that you're right about like, you know, I don't want to be like mean to the witches. I don't want to be mean to them at all. Please, please don't DM me. Um, because I actually do think, and I was I wanted to mention this earlier, but actually this is like a good time to do it. That I think like some of this is sort of an expression of at least like you feeling like you want to kind of do something good or you want to kind of like in you know, and at a time when like it sort of feels like democratic and collective avenues are um like quite difficult to participate in or at least kind of like you know it doesn't feel the the sort of gratification isn't immediate and it requires a lot of work and sacrifice and acceptance of failure um something like witchcraft at least kind of gives the perception of like doing something proactive in a very specific way and a really good example of this actually happened uh possibly earlier this year i think late last year um when uh the taliban were taking over Afghanistan. Or, or took over Afghanistan again. Um, So this actually was in 2021. And uh, I'm going to read some of the sections that are in Vice uh, about this. Yeah, So this is on Discord. uh, And it starts off with, from a Discord user, I've already sent a small donation that is going to act as an etheric link for my workings. Uh, If you don't have the money to donate, you can use mine as a focus. The idea was that this small coven of witches on Discord were trying to hex the Taliban. Um, and this included sending curses onto like onto Reddit and onto pro Taliban like Discord groups and I mean, like, Twitter accounts. Like we
1: can make fun of that, but yeah, can you honestly point me to anything from the last twenty years of foreign policy to do with Afghanistan which is a better idea? True.
0: I, I, than just get the witches onto it another one of the witches said as you are all aware Afghanistan is in a very dire situation and many of us are preparing rituals and performing incantations to help alleviate human suffering that is occurring there the Taliban as horribly as they've shown themselves to be are very spiritually aware and they are routinely taking steps to dispel ward off and weaken magic uh, with an uh, M-A-G-I-C-K they have in they have indications and rituals of their own which can at the very least neutralize us and at worst damage to our spiritual selves i forgot about this this was like a war between magic and islam that's nuts Mm. um and this is the
1: one that this is the one that i think that i want to
0: hear and the final one which was from the moderators of our bewitch the taliban uh, (laughs) band, dumbest underscore uh and the poster uh, apologize. My post was not supposed to be taken seriously. I am not a witch. I have no involvement with any of it. I thought it was an obvious. I thought it was kind of obvious that it was a joke, but I now realize the original purpose of the sub was not satirical. Dumbest bitch said on Reddit. Anyways, I'm not really expecting some obscure ass subreddit to get this my post. So was she.
1: It was the thing that she said about astral projecting and facing ah, okay, and facing yeah. Allah.
0: So here's here's the final gap. Like I, because I I read this, and I just re- I like I got like whiplash from reading it because like, you think can see so why perfect. people didn't
1: get that it was a joke because it yeah. is enormously like completely sincere <laughs> pitch posting. So yeah.
0: so this was the Reddit post that got dumbest. When I first
1: saw this, I didn't realize it was a
0: joke. This is this was the Reddit post. I didn't get it either. Um, this was the Reddit post that got dumbest underscore bitch banned and uh dumbest underscore bitch, like one of the most respected posters on Reddit for me. The post was do not face Allah alone while uh astral projecting. Today, while Astral projecting, I summoned Allah to try weaken him so that our hexing spells would work better. He is so fucking powerful. I'm not on a power level to do this alone. I barely escaped my life and I'm spiritually injured great amount. I think I'll uh, I think I'll make it. I can't imagine uh I can't imagine what he would do to a new unsuspecting witch. I'm scared that I will have to face him again soon if I ever want to continue astral projecting. I'm currently burning healing uh, incense and drawing spiritual energy from my crystals to try to heal as quickly as possible. Please be safe, everyone. Allah is much stronger than I first imagined and we'll have to do this together if we want to slay a god.
1: Yeah, this sounds like a a witch talk post. Also, I'm interested in the um, assumption that is on the taliban side which i would imagine is at best debatable
0: yeah kind of islamic <laughs> kind of islamophobic in some ways yeah um but i feel like we would have to unpack that to some unpack other time some uh, okay. we've got to wrap up we do, so yeah. this was a fun episode thank you very much for listening i uh, really appreciate it thank you so much for your support on this show uh it allows us to make great content like this and to remember posts about uh which trying to slay uh the god of all worlds and to, um,
1: and to, and to buy crystals.
0: And to buy crystals, yeah. You can, speak- let,
1: you can let us buy crystals. <laughs> yeah, the sponsor of this episode. Um, you uh, can uh, pay for me to uh, come up with a spell to uh, protect the moon against any hexes um, because, you know, we are part of the moon defense force on this show. That's right. It's yeah. a
0: pro-moon. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> pro-moon I pod. I wasn't sure if we were pro-anti, but yeah, pro-moon. No, no,
1: we're pro-moon.
0: Pro-moon, okay. I'm pro-moon. All right, we're pro-moon. On this show, we're pro-moon. Um, Yeah. Uh, I only have one plug. Do you have any plugs before I do my one plug?
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? Why on earth not? Listen to me and Milo Seinfeld podcast, which is masters of our domain, and you can find it on Twitter at masters of pod, where we post episodes, etc.
0: Cool. Uh, the only plug that i have is that this show is produced by devon you can follow them at devon underscore on earth and you can also listen to their podcast called kill james bond which is also very very good you should go check that out as well um until next time we'll catch you later have a good one Bye.
1: bye